<laughs> Isn't too bad. Yeah. And there you are. Yeah, I've, I've just pressed record. It's always fucking, oh, cool. it's so hard to start a podcast. I know, it's a little bit awkward. Yeah, I yeah. Imagine. It's, yeah. I, and the easiest way to make it not awkward yeah. is to tell people how awkward it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 just address it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's always the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so there, there we go. We're new week, new guest. Yeah. And we, actually, we've actually got a guest this time. Because usually we go, well, we're going to get a guest. And then it gets to Thursday and I go, shit, I haven't booked a guest. <laughs> um, and then we do that one of those, uh, oh, it's just going to be the two of us this week. The novelty. <laughs> the novelty wears off when it's that six weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's not bad. So, um, listeners, this is... Now, do you prefer being called Rianne or Re or... Um, Re is fine. Re is quite fine. casual, yeah. Yeah? It's quite nice. Quite casual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you, you do uh, quite a few things, but... Um, you're known, or I know of you through mm. the Nine Across Comedy Nights. Yeah. Nights? Can we no. call it plural now? Or I hope so. Yeah, the first one went down way better than I ever could have expected. I was yep. literally having nightmares of the guy. I mean, the comedians are professionals, so they would have performed to like, you know, two people and yeah. whatnot. But I was like, it'll suck if they come this whole way and there's like three people, two yeah, of them yeah. are my mum and dad, you know. <laughs> just, <laughs> so I got there and um, it was, I think it's a Manx thing, that like a last minute surge yeah, of tickets go, yeah. yeah. Um, but we were in Guys and Dolls and it was yep. it was full to the brim. Right. Yeah. So, it's yeah. an awesome venue for that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Because they have, obviously they've already got like a little stage and things mm. set up there. Yeah. But it's such a cool like comedy club mm. type atmosphere. Anyway, you've got to go up the stairs and then it's just like, I remember doing a Halloween party there oh, nice, years and yeah. years ago. And it is one of those things where it's so like locked off from town and you walk right past it. And you yeah. Go, well, I mean, when it's in full swing at the weekend, you can sort of see, you see the, the lights. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know it was still open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for comedy club, it would be, it'd yeah. be brilliant. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine that everything's all sort of uh, laid out quite nicely for all that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's good that, um, it's good that you got a good, uh, a good uh, turnout to it. Yeah. I was just so happy. Yeah. yeah. They always, like it's always said, I think especially over here, as you say, because people do things last minute, that being a, a promoter of anything, whether it's a gig or a comedy mm. night or any sort of event, is so stressful. Yeah. Mm. Um, I remember seeing a documentary about a guy. Um, it was about the uh, like decline in uh, the like club scene in the UK. Mm. And uh, so this guy had... And it's it's an actual venue now, but it, it was the print works in London. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was when that was first set up and it was the guy who was tasked with being the promoter for the first night of that and he's like i wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy (laughs) he was like you know especially with this because it wasn't a proper venue yet and it was just being tested out yeah he said everything falls back on me he was everything from like if people don't have a good night to if the place catches fire so the whole thing is down on one person So, and you've got that on top of this, like, Manx thing of, like, oh, I'll just get tickets on the night, it'll be fine. Yeah. And don't think about it. And also, I think, like, I do think sometimes Manx, Manxies can be a bit like, change is not good. Yeah, so yeah definitely. Like, yeah. I was like, please, it, it will be funny, you yeah. know. Well, that's the thing, you know, and it was lucky. Well, I don't know lucky, but obviously it was good sort of judgment on your part on the booking part that there were some, uh, like, even if they weren't known names, known faces, mm. in that, like, first lineup where people go, oh, Christ, no, I recognise him. Yeah. From, you know, such and such. So, yeah. And it can be quite, um, I guess it can be quite difficult, as you say, about that. I don't like change thing, where it's like, it was comedy night. Oh, well, was it Michael McIntyre? No, yeah, exactly, I know. And as much as I like, you know, things like Dara O'Brien and stuff, he has been over here a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, I know, I know. And and he's brilliant, but yeah. and people were like, oh, um, I was like, oh, I want to do this to, like, 
get a comedy scene going on the other man and they're like oh yeah but we get the big gigs in the villa marina and i was like yeah but that's that's like a a a concert type thing like i'm after like a weekly grungy comedy night that gets uk comedians over but also gives manxies a kick up the bum to like take a stand like get a comedy scene going um because how how come you thought about it like why did you want to do it um i did a master's in london um like this year and i emailed Maff, who was one of the comedians and was like i really want to get into the comedy scene do you have any jobs going and he didn't but he was really sweet and just like let me come along and sort of work the door and stuff Mm -hmm. and i was like we don't have this on the island so I want to cool. change that. Yeah. <laughs> what was your master's in, sorry? Uh, publishing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's just when you like, I did a master's in comedy. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am fucking seriously funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's been really kind. And then I messaged him when he was in Edinburgh this year, just asking how it was going and saying, oh, uh, one day mm-hmm. when I've got a bit more money, I would love to get you over and da 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 da. And yeah. he was like, let's make it happen. Like, I'll get the comedians, you organize yeah. everything else. And we'll do it. And I was like, cool. sweet. Because I think it, a lot of people can be like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And then it just kind of falls by the wayside. And so, Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. So it's nice to have the, been the, like... Ideas are the easy bit. It's I know, yeah. Making it happen. It. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult bit. So. That's the, like, we've been talking for probably years now. There's some friends of ours that are in a band in Manchester. Oh, cool. And they... Like we always say, we've got to play a gig together. It'd be fucking brilliant if we did mm. this. I finally got an email from him a few weeks ago. He's like, "Look, I don't give a shit if we play a pub and nobody turns up. Let's just do this." Yeah. It's like, okay. I was like, I said to him, "Like, you book it, and we'll come over." He's like, "No, fuck that. We're coming to you." So I was like, "Brilliant." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's and I guess having doing the getting the first night out of the way mm. is such a big like yeah. stress, and the fact that it was really well um, attended yeah. must be a good boost to go right. Let's. Wow, yeah. this is popular. Let's get. So, have you got any more plans to do or not? Um, well, I was thinking one before Christmas might be a bit of a stretch, yeah. and then I'm away for two weeks in January. So, the aim at the moment is February. February. Um, okay. I think Math and Harriet would love to come back over, mm-hmm. um, and someone is. Oh, it was. Um, I'm gonna get in touch with. Is it Lee? Oh, Steve. Steve. Was, that's Lee. Sorry, you're Hi. Lee. Hi. I'll be honest, they look alike. <laughs> um, I'm going to get Let's in touch with thing. your friend, okay, uh, yeah. see if he wants to come over. And another local boy has um, been in touch and said yeah. he would like to be involved in the next one. Cool. Which is really good. And then there's a, there's a really good sketch group that I know um, in Manchester called Gaines Family Gift Shop. So it'd be awesome okay. to try and get them over as yeah, well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really good as well with... Um, like you say about local comedians, mm. because it's not something that, um, like, is that accessible mm. over here to try it? Because you get lots mm. of people that go, oh, I'm hilarious. But you go, yeah, but it's different being a Are oh, you on a stage, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually constructing a set and, yeah. like, trying to do it that way mm. is, is so much different. So being able to give anyone who thought they'd fancy having a go at it mm. that sort of chance to try and do that. Yeah, yeah. I've always loved the idea of doing stand-up, but it would be fun terrifying I, yeah. I like i have so much admiration for anyone that gets up on that stage have you ever done like, it oh god no <laughs> <laughs> like i am um, dan dan skinner who played angelos epithemio he pulled me to one side and he was like oh i think you should introduce the compare and yeah. i was like okay yeah and because i knew most of the people in the room it wasn't that nerve-wracking yeah, yeah. so as soon as i went on everyone started cheering and i was like that's great like yeah. oh, i'm gonna do this full time and then you realize that when half you know the audience isn't your friends and family yeah, then yeah, yeah. stony silence but yeah. and here it's difficult because i've been to some 
stand-up gigs and like small ones when they've had them when they had them in the venue and things mm. before and that's the thing lots of drunk maybe it's not just Manx people think they're hilarious mm. but they're the shittest hecklers known right. to Manx yeah, 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 and awful. so if you get like you can deal with like good hecklers like like playing in pubs and things like I've had good heckles before and you can work off mm. that and mm. like give them some shit back or whatever yeah, but yeah. if you just get bad hecklers yeah. like I was at um Jason Manford when he played the oh, villa cool. last yeah and th- there's they, they were so hammered they must have started drinking at date at like lunchtime or yeah. something and like just the heckle was terrible and he was like do you know what I can't even be fucked with you yeah. just a security get rid of them <laughs> and he <laughs> just had them escorted yeah, out he's yeah. like do you know what I'd have done this like 12 15 years ago I'd have mm. like put up with that but yeah. he's like, I cannot be bollocks with you anymore. it's so true though like because some heckles like the comedians can really work it into their set yeah, and it yeah, really yeah. like broadcasts how witty and like intelligent they are but some it's like it's, yeah it's not worth yeah just shut up man like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, come yeah. and enjoy it okay yeah. you're not you're not as funny you're as you not the you're comedian not. yeah, yeah. So. and that's where I think it's really good oh there we go I always get told that. I'm <laughs> silent um that's where um I think it's good to kind of um separate that idea between I'm funny down the pub with my mates mm. and actually I could work this into something that could be like a five or ten minute slot or something yeah, because that's a very different thing there's a lot of uh, like funny you've got to put into like us just talking now we've probably only been we've been talking for not ten minutes yet yeah and there's a lot of jokes that's a lot of you've words. got to write into yeah yeah <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. Um, to write something like that up yeah I mean it's it's much easier as well to just be funny when there's other people around you saying things. Yeah. To actually yeah. try and write something. Yeah. You can barely write my own name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You couldn't write mine before. No, I couldn't <laughs> write you. <laughs> just went a complete blank. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> At um, least you remembered it. I, and as, <laughs> as for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't even ask it? me. <laughs> <laughs> the silent cue. <laughs> Um, what do you mean she's called Ryan? Yeah. Oh, I know, I've, yeah, I've, I've had that so had that, many yeah. times, yeah. And I'm like, do I look like a boy? Is it like, <laughs> do you know it's a unisex name? Um, Have you had people like come up to you, not even speak on the phone, just go, I'm here to see Ryan. It's like... Oh, yeah, no, I've had like are. people come up to meet me and like yeah. stare me in the eyes and call me Ryan. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, self-confidence has <laughs> just blown to bits. Like... <laughs> Don't um, mention she identifies as a woman. She's just gone with them, punched him in the shoulder. Yeah, you're right, mate. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. That's the um, thing as well, because you work on radio. In the, like, oh, yeah, job, each time you, so... you guys swear, I'm, I'm so programmed to be like, oh, God, no, don't it's swear. Fine. It's fine. There's no red light. Oh, God, yeah. Right. yeah, I had that... Um, because I've known like Christy for years. Oh, yeah. And so I've yeah. gone up and done her show before. Mm. And it's like, we're sort of looking at each other going, okay, red light's on. Don't just go into how we talk to each other yeah. normally. Yeah. <laughs> and we have that where I remember the last time I did it and someone texted in and goes, you just sound like an old married couple. I'm like, oh, God, what did we say? Listen back to it, listen back to it. <laughs> oh, it's nice. It's nice when like the rapport is so good, though. Like it just yeah. comes across. It sounds very nice. Quite so. not, quite sort of natural mm. um, and things. But yeah, no, don't, yeah, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> here, yeah, um, but no, you must have that. Like if you've, it's not something that's quite sort of public face, and like people hear you more than yeah. the thing, and then they just turn up and go, "Hi, I'm here to see Ryan." Ryan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get the thing where people don't put the face to the, or like if you had it where people have met you and gone, "Oh, I've heard your voice," but I didn't. I've only been there about four months, so I'm still oh, okay. I'm still quite new to right, to okay. it. But 
Yeah, it's really good. I'm actually hoping I've been given two slots um, on Boxing Day and New Year's Day for um, like a mockument, a radio mockumentary. Um, so just again, something different. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so and it's supposed to be kind of like educational as well. Have you seen um, Kung Kong Britain? No. Do you know Charlie Brooker? Yes. Okay, so he wrote it and it's a mockumentary on Britain. And I was okay. like, oh, I could kind of steal a little bit of that and yeah, yeah. sort of make the history of the Isle of Man a little bit more hilarious. Yeah, and, yeah. And then do, put it on the radio and see what happens. So. Amazing. I'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so that'll be nice. That'll be fun. Either way, it'll be fun. Yeah, so. and it's good for like times like that when I guess it's like skeleton stuff or whatever where they're letting you do things like yeah. or just just do that because mm. you know you write it and yeah go mad on it whereas some like if you approach that normally and you're gone okay let's just do it. it's like a sunday afternoon can i get away with doing this i go oh no 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 yeah no. yeah <laughs> um, um yeah no there's a lot of opportunities over here like really? i always yeah. find when i come back there's so much opportunity to yeah. you know pursue things that you're passionate about it's really good yeah, yeah. and it's crazy because i've like i've said to lee before um with uh, like the amount of uh, like TV and film work that's been done over here before, mm. um, I've probably spent a way longer than I should have um, trying to write a script for a sitcom, right? Nice. And because you get the funny things down and it's like constructing a stand-up set, mm. then you go, okay, that's brilliant, but that's seven minutes worth of speech. And it's yeah. like, it's a 30-minute episode. Yeah, How I the know. fuck am I supposed to fill I the rest know, of this yeah. out? Um, so, but I... I'd run the idea past um, a friend of mine who works in like the uh, film commission. I can't remember what the hell they call it now, but basically like Isle of Man film, mm-hmm. essentially. And she was like, yeah, brilliant. She put the script together and we'll take it to a production company. She goes, oh, the guy who invented robot wars is over here. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so you go from being like, I'm trapped on an island, like stuck yeah, on an island yeah. and there's no like, like you can't get into Channel 4 or Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh no, but the guy who invented like Super Nanny and yeah. whatever is, we can give it to him because he lives down the road. And you're like, Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's a great opportunity. You wouldn't normally have to I, have that to Glory, thing. glory, tax havens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose the thing is as well, if, with it being such a small island, if there is anyone that's useful over mm. here, everyone, yeah. everyone's in yeah, uh, yeah. distance. Yeah, mm. that's what I used to say with, like in my old job where um, I used to work like in maritime um, industry and you'd have people saying, oh yeah, but you know, how, like we need to get to talk to like, the ship registry or something. Like that and I go, okay, here you go, speak to this guy. And they go, hello, I go, who's that? He goes, it's the head of the ship registry. And they go, How the fuck did you get a hold of him? Because well, because it's just like that guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They're um you just they you're really in like close contact with them all, all yeah. the time. Which is what I guess is the great thing about being over here. Yeah. You can sort of move it over um into the UK or whatever after that. Mm-hmm. Um but again it's like you had your contact when you were away and then he's sort of got these mm. uh, the other two comedians together. Yeah. And brought them over, and like for a first night, and like given the like you've, I don't know, have you tried doing anything like that before? Or is this so? This is like completely. It was like new. brand new. I, like the, I messaged him in August. Right. Okay. And then that's really quick to yeah. as well. Just like to get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's good. You need that. Yeah, I think from that a drive. like a promoter's point of view, yeah, the drive mm. and the the focus as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh God, there were many many a days where I was just like ah. Oh. This is such a terrible idea. This is going to be the worst moment of my life to date. Um, but That's it's, right, to date, though. Yeah. It's going to be way worse. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I'm very pleased with how it went. And just the support. Like, people are so kind. It makes you see how kind people are and how yeah. supportive. It's really lovely. Um, so, yeah. Is there yeah. any comics that you'd like to try and nab? Um, if I'm honest, my knowledge of... Um, 
like the comedy circuit comedians in the UK isn't good enough. Yeah. Um, but when I was working um, for math, um, Jack, like Jack, so his was a really tiny club um, in the back room of a heavy metal pub. Mm-hmm. And I like rocked up in like a bright yellow raincoat one. Oh, I'm here for the comedy. Like, I was just going to get out. Um, but um, And he was like, oh, it's basically where some of the bigger comedians come to practice their new material, yeah, which yeah. was really nice. So the first night I went, I didn't realize how big, like, big of a success the club was. And Jack D was there. Right, okay. And he had like a script, but yeah. that made it funnier because the, the jokes that didn't land, yeah, yeah. it was silent. They yeah, just played side. on that. They were like, well, let's just yeah, cross yeah. that yeah. off, you know. So, um, but in terms of um, names, Math is kind of my source. He's kind of the ones that, the person that's introducing me to like yeah, yeah. all these ama- amazing comedians that aren't as well known as they should be. Yeah. So. But he's got, because is he the guy that was writing for Mark a week or he yes. does write for Mark oh, yeah. yeah 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 so yeah. he's obviously got like the tapping because that's where yeah. I don't like I know more about like the US stand-up scene than okay. I do about the UK yeah um so that's where I see any new comedians is on panel shows and yeah, I guess yeah. they're not that new by the mm. time they get to that far yeah, but yeah. they're still sort of relatively new names yes um so yeah it's all like he's obviously a great person to have yeah. in, that, yeah. um, in that field he's just incredibly kind as well because I really don't enjoy networking and yeah. and I I really can't I don't have time for sort of fake agendas yeah, yeah. and I yeah, just think yeah, just yeah. be be nice to people and be genuinely nice to people yeah. um and Math is a genuinely nice guy and no, I'm just very lucky to, to have, have met him mm, yeah. um and I'm not I'm not someone that's gonna like go and kiss someone's ass or pander to them to yeah. get something I want I'm like oh I'll ask if I know them I'll ask them for yeah. a favor if they say no, that's fine. I'll just make it happen a different way. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're so great. You know, do you know what I mean? I yeah, just yeah. find it a bit sickening. So yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I'm not no. very good at that sort of stuff. Oh, either. it just makes you're me really uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, that's why it, Martin's in charge of artist relations. Lee's <laughs> 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 yeah. attempt is, you don't want to come on. Don't be a cunt about it. Come on. <laughs> just like, oh, fuck you then. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll get a message going, is this Lee one? <laughs> <laughs> he's not a prick, really. He's, he's lovely. Oh, I am. <laughs> lovable prick. He's a lovable prick. He's lovable. Smiley it's a good prick. combination. Yeah, yeah. He's the whole entertainment industry in one person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I found that a lot more. It's when you were just saying about um, it's good to deal with people like Matt who are really nice and mm. quite approachable. Mm. I found that a lot more um, sort of on our side in the, the music side since. Like since stuff like Spotify and things have come about and streams come about and the basic the value of the entertainment has mm. gone right down. Yeah. Then yeah. things have become a lot more DIY. Yeah. And so they don't rely on what was like a traditional I guess like in comedy like a traditional book and sort of process. A lot more people are doing things themselves. So they have to be sort of nicer and more approachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get these like asshole bookers mm. that you used to get. Yeah. Um so we're actually I guess we're at like a really good time. To yeah. start doing these sort of smaller things and uh, more DIY type events, yes, um, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a nice uh, nice little time to be in, I think, mm. and especially over here where generally nothing has kind of ever happened, and it's always had you've always had that barrier of oh, there's the sea, yeah, so mm. everything's either going to be too expensive to bring or they're too expensive to go to mm. or things, and now you've got like 
and Math is going, oh, well, I'll provide the thing, you just provide the room and get people in there mm. and I'll sort the comedians out mm. and, like, sell Mesh to me going, fuck it, I know we're not going to do anything with it, but it would be funny to come over and do it. So yeah. it's like, oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, like, with the Arts Council as well, like, because... Yeah, yeah got funding from them and that was just honestly like huge like I don't have much money to my name but it's just like whatever money I have I either spend it on flights somewhere or just doing something that I'm passionate about with it but not gonna lie the arts can't it's always good to get given money to help oh yeah yeah. (laughs) to help put something you're passionate on about you know yeah absolutely um, Um, and like for like for someone like them, it's a, it's a really new. I don't even think they'd consider comedy as being an art. To be honest, yeah. they're still really traditional yeah. well, in their ways. Yeah, well, I was just thinking like the, there's so much talent on the island, yeah. so much talent, and um, I just thought there's a massive gap in it. So why not yeah. give it a go? You oh. know, I think it. I think people will enjoy it. Well, people did enjoy it. Yeah. So I do think even if it's if it becomes a regular thing, mm. um, even the people that maybe don't know that they've got it in them to do it. At least it gives them the yeah. opportunity to keep doing it, you know. And yeah. It, and other, otherwise, you just walk around thinking you might be funny. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's. I was listening to. Uh, oh, I wish, really wish I could remember that. It was a podcast, and they had a comedian on, and what was it? <laughs> she, she wrote um, two broke girls. Whitney Cummings. I was listening to a podcast with her, and she says she still goes and does the like test sets in smaller clubs yeah but we'll run through with other comedians who are like way down the, mm. the sort of lineup compared to her and she'll go do you think this will work do you yeah. think this is funny yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. you're asking us if you yeah. think it's funny it's like yeah. you're funny as fuck you like i know um so i think it'd be it's good that if you can encourage more local comics as well then yeah. it gives them something to they can bandy off each other so yeah it doesn't you know it won't feel kind of as isolating yeah definitely um, as i'm sure it does at the moment because it, it doesn't even wouldn't even occur to me to go oh well, let's try a stand-up set. i know <laughs> i know i mean it is like we said before a terrifying thing i just want people to that have thought about it to not always be wondering what if like, yeah, yeah. you know give yeah, them a, yeah, yeah. give them an opportunity and even if even if they bomb like yeah terribly yeah. They can be like, well, I did it, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. still walking around thinking. But it was great, like with the with the um, the comedians that came over. They were brilliant, you know, with Al and Joe. And Joe's only eighteen, right. nineteen, um, and they were really good giving him advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Dan Skinner, who's Angelos, um, he was yeah. like a lot of people knew him. And yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of telly. Yeah, and I always think I'm always a little bit worried because I'm like, oh, that's always opportunity for them to be a bit of a, a knob. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That he was the most, like, lovely gentleman, very kind of softly spoken, asked questions, really had time, gave, like, proper time to everyone, and he was chatting to Joe and, and Al. So that's that good. just sweetens it even more, you know, yeah, yeah. when it, you know when people are sort of not just taken, like, they're given as well. So yeah. I've got a great Bella and celebrity story. Go on. Um, my, because Martin's band had to drop out of doing it my old band supported the Doves this was years and years ago and we were upstairs in the bar after everything had finished and I walked up to the Doves' drummer I said oh, alright mate I'm Lee I play drums in the support band he looked at my hand looked me in the eyes and went good for you and walked <gasps> off oh that's horrible oh and my you know, there god was, there was a little bit of me thinking I'm a better fucking drummer than you <laughs> better fucking person yeah. as well what dick Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, 
why would you shun someone that is a fan of your work? You yeah. know. To be fair, I don't really like the doves, but okay. he, didn't, he didn't know <laughs> you that. You should have shouted that <laughs> after him. I don't yeah. really like you. I was yeah. being nice. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> doing well for yourself, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Jesus. lame. Yeah, that's not, it's not, yeah, it's not good if you've, like, especially if you're looking forward to something, like, it's a bit different because you weren't a fan of them anyway, mm. or, you know, like, if you've got, like, the young comics. And ben would got... still be crying if you had played. I know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he was off getting helicopter training. I know. I'd have preferred the helicopter break. training. Oh wow! Yeah, no, it's not as exciting. He didn't get. He wasn't it. flying it. Oh, oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust Ben with a fucking skateboard, let alone a helicopter. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it's good, like for. Um, uh, I'm just going to say young comics then, but like really just starting out, mm. and if they've got those more experienced ones that actually take the time with them to have a chat with them and like even if it's like critique their set or whatever mm. and just say look that was really good but you can try you know yeah. doing this next time um that's a really nice little boost for them definitely um, and i think it's good the level that this is worth that you're working at as well because you, i imagine you wouldn't sort of like be booking really big name comics so these ones are sort of still remember that they started out yeah, you course, know even yeah. if it was 30 years ago yeah I remember, okay, I remember doing my first I was gig there once, in a yeah. shithole. Yeah. Like, not the Guys and Dolls is a shithole, but, you know. Yeah. No, um, no. They should do a comedy night on a normal Guys and Dolls night. <laughs> I once saw a transvestite piss himself in there. Oh, Did my you? God. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I'm assuming, like, not in the toilets. <laughs> like, uh, just... Where were we? If he was knelt over you, Martin, that's still not... That's doesn't not if it's I was not, asking him to do it, it's not... Yeah. pissing himself, no. He's no. <laughs> still pissing on you. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. No um, way. Yeah, but that would make a... That's, that's got a sort oh, of... There's some nice. comedy clubs there like that, isn't it? It's got that sort of story to it. I think there's a good chance that like the little comedy clubs and stuff might be the only place where you can hear the funny stuff sooner or later, with everything, yeah. everyone being offended all the oh, time yeah, at everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could, sure. That's only going to trample down the the good stuff on the top. I thought bring the funny, yeah. And it's like, like it's like it's funny how you were saying about you know people realise that it's actually like a night that they can go to now. And it's like, well, you've kind of got uh, your audience is everyone because who doesn't like laughing? Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what's so brilliant about it. It's yeah. applicable to pretty much everyone. Uh, and you can decide yeah. what you think is funny. Yeah, but their thing is that they're there to make you laugh. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you've got to you've got to do something really wrong if you watch if you even if you watch a comedian like I don't particularly like Chubby Brown for instance. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, but if I if I had to go and endure like an hour of Chubby Brown, yeah. at some point in that set, I'd find something laugh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. there'd be something funny. It's the atmosphere of the night as well. Yeah. People want well. I, I assume people go because they want to laugh. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you, you like to hope so. You <laughs> like to hope so. Otherwise, don't know why you're here. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, um, it was great as well with like with the advice thing. The guys were giving me advice on how to run, like just yeah. little pointers oh, of what to change the next time, and that yeah. was really helpful. Just really little things that are so little that you just kind of look past them, but they're crucial. So like, um, he was like, it'd be ideal for you to shut the bar, like so only open the bar at the break. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, because so people, people, oh, sorry, <laughs> God, smash the place up. Um, <laughs> it's usually me doing that. <laughs> Because um, people were chatting a little bit, yeah, yeah. and um, it's like it's the same as going to watch a show. You don't want people chatting when yeah. when people are on stage. And yeah, I think yeah. because it's a comedy night, people think it's a bit more 
casual. But no one on stage wants to hear people kind of murmurs in the background. I think it's worse. It's rude, yeah. Yeah, I think for comedy it's worse because I'm I'm a bit, music-wise, I've never really been against people talking when bands are on because I always think it's... uh, kind of the job of the band mm. to grab to the audience up, not yeah. the audience job to yeah to listen to the band yeah. yeah but like you say when you've got one person stood there talking yeah and then you've got another you, that's easily like over chatted yeah. you know what's, yeah, with yeah. what's around yeah. yeah so yeah i think it's worse for comedy yeah. yeah i mean we can drown out the talk obviously a lot more with things but i always say that it's only really the music side where people won't feel bad about chatting over yeah things yeah. like you wouldn't go you wouldn't go to the gaiety to watch like if someone's putting on production of Macbeth or something <laughs> yeah, just yes. like, you've got it on the stage and all you can hear is like drink Dave next to you drink drink he was in Corrie yeah. that's where I know his name from mate you you were in Corrie yeah. Yeah. yeah do us that bit from Corrie really. <laughs> you were one of the ones that weren't arrested <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they haven't got you yet have they no. <laughs> Yeah, but that's as you say, and sort of something on like a, a quite a small intimate thing when you can actually see the person mm-hmm. that's talking. Um, then yeah, doing things, little things as you say, like closing the bar yeah. off during the set yeah. is brilliant. And it's like, like I don't know how long their sets were, but if they're doing like forty minutes or something, I think like that, so. That's... The big guys did like twenty twenty five minutes each, okay, yeah. and then the local guys, I give them like five minutes Doing or like ten five minutes. Minute slots, yeah, yeah. Ten. yeah. That's um, but that's brilliant. So it's like, well, if you can't not drink mm. for five minutes or yeah, you know, for yeah, like yeah. ten minutes at a time, <laughs> no, just... there's certain bars in the Isle of Man that I think if you shut the bar for five minutes, people go feral. Yes. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. It gets a bit Lord of the Flies all yeah. yeah. um, um, But uh, why did you yeah. do that in the Nag's head? Oh no, you couldn't do that there. No for you. <laughs> Could you walk inside? It looked like fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> it would. It would. Um, yeah, there's, um, but that's why that's that's a great venue to put it on in yeah. because it's because it's not sort of so public and on the street. It, once you're going up those stairs and you're going there for a reason, and once you get in there, you have those curtains shut. You're locked off mm. from any distractions and things, so you're in. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. it's brilliant because you can completely control the atmosphere that's in there. Like yeah. as a promoter and things, you want to put certain coloured lights on and things yeah. to create an atmosphere and it's i guess it's all a bit psychological isn't it, it oh massively yeah. yeah me and al um were thinking for ages about kind of just background music and i was like yeah. what's the vibe i kind of want to give off and i'm very much fan of like billy holiday and like old mm-hmm. old music and i was like do they go together and uh, yeah. and like you don't want wacky music um no you don't like in circus theme or exactly yeah <laughs> comedian um, yeah music <laughs> and then i think by the time i got there i was like just put whatever's on but just, <laughs> like, just please someone just put, put an something. ipad and shuffle someone give me a drink and just play something <laughs> like, so long as you so long as you like there's not a tumbleweed and you can't hear crickets like yeah, yeah. it's good so. it's amazing the difference music makes to an empty room well, oh massively unbelievable, room. unbelievable yeah yeah um but um Rich, who is the venue owner of Guys and Dolls, he he was amazing, like and catered to pretty pretty much like every need. Yeah, and he suggested um, some like comedy, some sort of funny songs, and I understood where he was coming from. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, we don't want to bash people over the head with comedy. Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. leave it to the comedians and yeah, sort yeah. of contrast it nicely. Yeah, well, um, I think having the like Billy Holiday and having like older songs thing mm. is really cool because it it sets a mood that yeah. you weren't expecting. So as soon as you get in, it's mm. like okay. Yes, yeah, I happened. just like to think it's quite calm. Calms and, you down. Yeah, ready for 
and then you get hit with the comedy. Yeah. And as soon as that first joke drops, it's just yeah. like, oh shit, okay, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> smoke machines. <laughs> smoke machines. <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah, you smoke machines. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, I, I think it's a, uh, um, it's, it's great. It's a great idea. And it's funny because I've seen, like, obviously, the Villa do their comedy club thing, the Laughing Boy thing. Yes. Which I never get over because they advertise that a lot. Mm. And they never actually advertise who the comedians are. Yeah. But they always name drop the comedians that started out. I know. In those. Yeah. So it looks like Jason Manford's coming over to play. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's coming to do the prom treat. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, no. Um, I've, there's one coming up, isn't there? I feel like I should. I should go. Uh, is it called Laughing Boy? It is called Laughing Boy. Yeah. And you get food with it as well, right, okay. I think. So. Don't worry, you don't go too quick. It might start a turf war. <laughs> you just go check out the competition. <laughs> plant hecklers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a terrible night. A drunk man. All Nine across was way better than this. <laughs> really specific heckles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think um, any, like, the more comedy, the better. And... Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. good to have competition, but it's also good to learn from each other. Who's your favourite comedian? Um, I know it's a re- it's I know it's kind of a lame answer, but I really find math really funny, and yeah. and I love that the three the three that came over were were very different. That people were messaging me about math, like because yeah. he's always kind of like, oh, he hosts and he compares and he does his set, but usually there's someone bigger. Yeah, on yeah. after him I messaged him I was like the Manx people love you yeah, you know he was so <laughs> just like I love a good shit pun and he's so like right. fast he like very quick comedy and yeah. he's not a character it's just dry yeah, sarcasm yeah. like the odd really dark one thrown in there <laughs> that's so, Manx yeah. you don't yeah, yeah exactly dry yeah. sarcasm <laughs> shit puns yeah <laughs> but someone might die at the end yeah, of it, so. exactly <laughs> yeah what about you guys uh Forbes people figure is odd fan yeah Eddie is odd yeah. brilliant yeah. Mind you, those those last specials that Dave Chappelle did on Netflix like blew me away. Right, okay. I think they're amazing. Yeah. The du- was that the double one that he did yeah, and the big one the in the du- little club yeah. where he sat down? Double one's amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah they're good. I um, think I think his the um what's his name? Oh go on. What does he look like? He did a bad thing. <laughs> Louis C. K. No, no, very close, but worse. Weinstein. No. <laughs> very, very close. But worse. Savile. No. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get worse. Very close. Very Not close. quite as bad. American or British? American. Black. Tracy Morgan. No. For <laughs> fuck's sake. He's so annoyed. Oh. Okay, can we at least... He's so a comedian. American He's... black comedian. Eddie Murphy. No. Chris he, Rock. He hasn't done... They haven't... Richard Pryor. Haven't Is he still people? alive? The guy who's in Community. No. Okay. <laughs> is he still alive? I thought this would be dead quick. Uh, no, he's just he's just got a jail, hasn't he? He's got oh. eight, he's got eight years. Cosby, before. thank you. Oh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dave Chappelle's joke about Cosby that Fucking starts hell. at the beginning of the set right. and ends at the end. Right. Is, okay. I think the best stand-up joke of all time. Oh, right, okay. Because it's like literally got an hour's worth of setup. Right. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Right. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah. Um, do you do you know Kevin Bridges? Yeah, yeah. He cracks me up a lot. Kevin Bridges is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, I find him very, very funny. Yeah, I think he's yeah. been over here a couple of times, hasn't he? Has he actually? Yeah. I wonder if he'll I think come he's... to the next one. <laughs> 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 he's you know Kevin Bridges? Yeah. Um, he's, not, he's not what he used to do, is he? He's on his way down now, yeah. Yeah, Angelos was like, oh, I'm, you know, I used to be on TV and stuff, and now I'm like 
in a gay bar on the Isle of Man doing a gig for a hundred pounds. Yeah. Like people were falling about themselves <laughs> laughing. And I was like, it's true. Like, <laughs> Comedy's <laughs> always tragic. Though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it really funny. Yeah. How he made himself cry at the end of <laughs> the <set. laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? Do you have a specific um, in mind? I've seen Dogs on Hope quite a few times mm-hmm. um, live. So he's always uh, very funny, but I find he's hilarious because you, uh, you agree with the stuff he says, mm. but he just has no like tact at all. So the examples he gives are like, okay, I don't necessarily agree. Like mm. what he says is like completely distasteful, but the point he's making, you go, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the point in that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. Um, who was the last? I'm trying to think because I do it now in like Netflix specials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who the last yeah. funny one that I saw was there. Yeah. Um, there's one on at the moment that's like seven different comedians called. It's all in one bar on a night, and they just filmed all oh, their like I think half I've hour seen this sets. Advertised, yeah. And it's got Joey Diaz and Christina Pajitsky oh, yeah. in it. But there's another comedian there called Brad Williams, who's hilarious. He's a midget. And, and he completely plays up. Like, he's like, there's yeah. no point in getting around it. Was yeah, that yeah. that Golden Pony Club thing? Is it the Golden Pony Club? I think it's in Las Vegas. Maybe. Right. Um, so, But his set was so funny. Yeah. Um, so I think the last thing I saw that I thought was really funny was probably that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, British, um, British comedians. The stuff I've seen of Steve's stuff like the guy who i sent oh, yeah. you that yeah. does the um he did an edinburgh show based on toys that he had when he was a kid mm-hmm. oh, that's nice. um and so he there was some bit where he had a heckler that was um saying something about the like the gender identity of transformers right <laughs> like the heckler was coming up with that and he's like mate listen to what you're fucking saying yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a transform it's a robot like, yeah, over yeah. <laughs> this is a comedy show like so he's really good um I I'd love to watch some of Jonathan Pye's shows. That's on iPlayer. Oh, is it? The whole the, the set that he was touring is on iPlayer. Oh, that oh, was really good. Mm. Um, and that's one of those ones where you don't know whether it's like, is he is he still in a character? Yeah, or is yeah. he Because really, he just loses his shit near the end of it right. towards the audience. Because um, they he'd obviously orchestrated it where they do something mm. and then he spends about 15 minutes on I think he's gonna have a heart attack I'm yeah like, <laughs> is he even like is this the act anymore? yeah or is he just completely lost the, well, it's like... good to have the audience <laughs> questioning I do enjoy yeah. that he's doing another one isn't he at the uh, midterms oh is he uh, yeah he's doing right, like okay. a live new show that, that'll be pretty good right because that's coming up soon isn't it uh, a couple few days yeah yeah like that. um, that's a scary comedy thing does Donald Trump's count as stand up yeah, because because that's just a joke, isn't it? <laughs> that fucking tweet I showed you. Show, oh, show read that. It's beautiful. I'm gonna turn my phone on silent. I, okay. When yours went off before, I was like, mm-hmm, I've turned mine on silent, <laughs> and then ding. Where's it gone? Lee showed me this. I was like, oh, that's like quite a funny little picture someone's photoshopped up um, because it's like. Is it Game of Thrones? Because I don't watch Game of Thrones. I've no idea. Okay, everything seems to be. Game it's just of the fact it looks like a movie poster. Yeah, like and um, I, what a time to be alive! Oh Jesus! Right. Yeah, but that is Game of Thrones. <laughs> look, yeah. at, look at the account. No, he did, did he put that up himself? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know. It doesn't really surprise me, it, but it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Isn't but it? we were saying that's that falls two ways, really. Where it's like, okay, 
you're the president, you shouldn't be acting like that, you're a state leader. But also it's kind of refreshing. What the hell? Yeah. But also you go, well, you've got that far, you might as well, so well just keep going. how far you yeah, can push yeah, it. Yeah. As I said to Martin, anyone that thinks he doesn't control his own Twitter account, that's been put to bed, hasn't Yeah, it? I know, <laughs> I know. It is hilarious. Yeah, I do want to see what other movie posters he's going to put himself in, though. There's got to be an Avengers one. <laughs> I just just his face on all of their yeah. <laughs> I want to tweet one thing about the whole situation. And who's the woman that's his press secretary? Sarah Huckabee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, she, she always looks like she's going to have a stroke most of the time because of what she's got to do. You right? would do. It's she, like being the press secretary. She not... can't handle it. Right? No. Get rid of her yeah. and stick Malloy and Opus in as, her, as his new press Jesus officer. Jesus Christ. It would be fucking great <laughs> daddy can't come to speak to you right now anyway i'm going shopping <laughs> i um feel sorry for the uh the press person who was hired for salisbury cathedral because mm, yeah. if you're doing that job you wouldn't think it's going to be that stressful mm. and then all of a sudden you're dealing with like russian poisonings yeah someone trying to steal the magna carta yeah last i know yeah you just, I just signed up for this shit. It made me laugh so well, like not on air, but I had to read. I was reading the news, and yeah. it was like, oh, the, the the Russians are saying that they were just there to see the sights. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's such a poor effort to cover it up. But. I like, did you see the interview with the, the two of them? No, that were claimed they got interviewed. Like, I think it was on Russia Today, or is it, yeah, RT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, oh, so what were you doing in Salisbury? And they'd obviously had a script down. It was like, well, <laughs> our friend said that uh, it's an amazing cathedral. And did you know the steeple is 19 <laughs> metres high? It's amazing. Brilliant. That's almost like saying, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Send, send your sub over. Go on. Yeah, that is, that is you can make a sketch out of that. Right? <laughs> Definitely. There are, it should already be like a brass eye thing. Oh my it's gosh, like, Chris oh. Morris! Yeah, 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 is my hero. Honestly, brass eye in the day to day. Yeah, He's oh, the day to day is incredible. Brilliant, because again, so dry and yet mm. and dark, but just uh, aspects of silliness, and the silliness yeah. really tickles me as well. Yeah. It's just. I think was I explaining to you a while ago about Peter Rahan Rahan Rahan? No, it's I... <laughs> on the day to day, and he's always like he's like the foreign correspondent for the. Um, it started off as like a Radio Four piss take, and then mm-hmm. it was like a like a, it turned it got turned into a TV show. So um, it would be like, and uh, we're going live in um, live to the G Eight Summit with Peter O'Hanrahan Rahan, <laughs> and it's clearly he never even got on the fucking plane. Yeah. He's in like a back alley in <laughs> yeah, Manchester, yeah, yeah. but it's like, so Peter, what's been going on today? And he's like, um, well, it's been great. Um, I spoke to the finance minister of Germany, and uh, I, they've said yeah. everything's grand. <laughs> and he's like, right, and um, what's the finance minister's name? Oh, uh, it, it just escapes me now. You're not there, are you, Peter? No, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> but it's such clever writing because I was listening to um, on the hour. Yeah, yeah. And they and he wrote it because it, it was about nine eleven. Obviously, a very delicate topic. And it was Peter Hanrahanrahan, right. yeah. and he and he basically had slept. He was in a hotel and he was supposed to go to the two towers, but he'd slept in. And Chris <laughs> Morris had called him and be, been like. Like what? Like what's going on? Like the ta- like tell us what's going on. Like what's well, the towers coming down? And he's like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Like it all good. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean everything's fine? And he's like, do you have a tea? He's like, are you there? Yes, I'm here at like the, the World Trade Center, and everything's okay. He's like, yep. <laughs> do you have do you have a TV where you are? No, 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 no. I'm I'm here, so there's no telly. Right, go find a telly and put it on. And then it's just like the towers are coming down, which is awful. And Chris Morris, like the main thing is Chris Morris just scolding this guy. Yeah, yeah. So brilliant. 
He's on, but so I still clever. there's still things I listen on Radio Four now, mm. and they still do the like the Vox Pops things in the street. Yeah, and he they nailed it so well when they did it on the hour that that I have to keep striking it to go. Oh, it is actually Radio Four yeah. that they're doing <laughs> now. Just the writing's brilliant. But mm. did you see um, Stuart Lee's comedy vehicle? No. When um, it would go, it, he'd do his like stand up bit for the for the TV show, and then it would cut to him in a therapy session. But his therapist is Chris Morris. Oh really? And he they again he just spend the time just absolutely scolding Stuart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just going, well, that's because you're not funny, isn't it? And actually, <laughs> oh, all of your biggest fears is that you're never going to be appreciated in life, and your own children even hate you. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dark, isn't he? <laughs> he goes to new levels. It's brilliant. So you've got dark though, what you said, Brass, I, I think that um, the paedophile special is one of my yeah. favourite things yeah. that's ever yeah. been on television. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know whether Couldn't it's... have that now. <laughs> no, but well... I don't know, because you probably couldn't he have should. had it then. Because that, it, he only made it because of the, like, the reactions that, they had, that was going on in the press at the time. So you probably could I make think, something else. I don't like, think people it. are different. I think but the, the uh, ability for people to complain about things is different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one where at the start he like... He's got his kids in a filing cabinet and he's like, this is the only way to keep them safe yeah. now. <laughs> is it Sean Penn that's in the stocks? Not oh, Sean God, I can't remember. Is it's it, been oh, ages Sean, since I've seen that. Who, is that Sean Penn? Uh, Sean Penn. Not Sean um, Penn. He was in Reservoir Sean Dogs, wasn't he? Sean Locke. No. no. Um, <laughs> Sean, of the, Sean of the Dead. Oh, Simon Pegg. Simon, Simon yeah. Pegg. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's Sean in, was his character name. <laughs> he's in stocks. Right. And uh, they bring a kid out in front of him. Oh, God, like, yes. <laughs> like, what do you think of him? <laughs> Don't fancy him. <laughs> not my Why time. not? <laughs> <laughs> He's bloody gorgeous. Yeah. Why don't you fancy him? <laughs> uh, yeah, if I could write, because I did, like with the comedy nights, I would like to write some kind of sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd put it on, but I would love to write something. Yeah. And he's just my idol. Him and uh, Reese Shearsmith. And, well, the yeah. League of Gentlemen guys, I find Inside Number Nine so clever. It's unbe- you know? Did you watch it the other night? Yes, yes. Fucking crazy. I was like, as soon as it... Is, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. No. Okay. But it's already been spoiled, so carry on. <laughs> <laughs> the, where the sound goes. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's all a ruse. But then they like keep going for so long. And I was like, oh shit, maybe the sound yeah, has yeah. gone. Like, you know, no, And that's what's so good about them. I completely fell into it. Mm. And I'd read, oh, the sound's gone. And then, oh, it's part of it. And then when it goes to the test card, and they go, look, we're just going... And they started rerunning the yeah. silent yeah. episode. Yeah, that was when I was, I was like, like, oh, oh shit. for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so good. And they always, like, throw in a red herring and then just pull the carpet from underneath mm-hmm. your feet. And I just think that's such good writing to be able to, you know... I always try and guess the end. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I never get it right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's good. No, they've... Um, you know, like the League of Gentlemen... Was like obviously brilliant, and I rewatched for some reason. I, I rewatched it all um, not too long ago, um, and it's quite dangerous for your own mm. health to watch binge watch the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd imagine so. <laughs> you sort of go, "That's not weird anymore." Yeah, but, yeah. It's even like little things, but they were brilliant at the little throwaway lines. Yeah, um, in there or like the little like at the start of every episode where it would have like the missing poster. It's like missing class two C. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Um, have you seen that thing online, Scarfuck? No. It's like a, it's like supposed to be a, a little town, but it never progressed in the 1970s. Okay. Um, so it would be things like, um, 
children, they're a danger to society. <laughs> you see a child, report it. Kind of um, and it's kind of, that. it's basically like League of Gentlemen. Yeah. But it's, it's, just a, it's just a website. They just make like posters and things. Oh, right, it's, okay, okay. So it's okay. just like its own oh, little community thing. Um, but um, it has like all that sort of like missing class 2C mm. and like really sinister sort of recent history. Do you enjoy the sinister tones? Mm. Yeah. Kind of things about it. But one thing that always stuck with me that I completely sort of missed over the first time was a real throwaway line uh, from Tubbs and uh, Edward. And it was Edward going, um, just doing like a little monologue and saying, Tubbs, when our father was yeah, alive. Yeah, and, just yeah. like, and that's it. That's all he ever mentions about yeah. it. And she's like, hold on. They're brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is so good. Just those little subtleties, like you say, <laughs> really make it. Um, but yeah, on like the inside number nine, um, just the writing on that. Mm. is incredible yeah um and everything that they do because was it inside number nine where they had the episode with reese um not reese smith jesus christ um uh act british actress um she it was the episode where it turned out she died in the end and she was stuck in the flat by herself at christmas yeah yeah it's a sad one that yeah Mm. um i can't remember i don't know brain's completely gone sheridan smith okay that's it um yeah and it's just things like that where you go Okay, there's no comedy in that at mm. all, but they can write like mm. that is brilliant. Yeah, mm. um, and I always remember thinking, oh, well, I knew it was going to be good because it was like the League, of, it was League of Gentlemen people involved in writing it. Um, but that first episode, the sardines one, oh, so good. where yeah. it's like the game, and they're all basically the whole episode are people playing hide and seek, and so they're they're all trapped in this wardrobe. So they're going, it's my idea. Well, get in, he's coming. So it's like <laughs> they're all just in this fucking thing, and they're trying to remember. It's like, well, Dave's at the party. Well. I can't remember who Dave is. And they're all trying to remember who this guy is. And at the end, they realise it's like someone they all bullied at school or something. Mm. And he locks them in the cupboard and sets fire to it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. the end of it. But like, the, the, it, the clever thing, I don't know how they do it, but like, Dave, the, the murderer, is in there. And, yeah. and you're watching and you're watching and you're watching. And you don't, they do it in a way where you don't remember him leaving the wardrobe. And he does this yeah. moment, because I've watched them a few times over. And you... He does leave, but they do it in such a way where they've caused such commotion in other areas that he yeah, could yeah. walk straight out and people completely forget all about him. I was just like, well done. Very well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You smart bastards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all like that. Even like Mark Gattis hasn't got anything to do with mm. Inside Number Nine and then the stuff Sherlock. he does. Oh. And yeah, Sherlock is absolutely brilliant. I know. It's um, funny as well. Right, it's it is really good. I know, like a lot of people bang on about it because, like Benedict Cumberbatch and it's a Martin Free, Martin Freeman, isn't yeah, it? Martin isn't, he? Freeman, yeah. um, isn't it? But the writing on it is bloody good. Um, but even um, Jeremy, is it Hardy? Not Jeremy Hardy. Jeremy, Who's the, he the other gen- no, the other, the fourth kind. Oh of yes, gentleman. yeah, yeah. Um, his ghost stories, um, theatre <gasps> the, thing is the, fucking brilliant. The one that was just out uh, recently yeah. at the cinema, was it? Oh, I don't know. If the, oh. He basically wrote a stage production uh, called Ghost okay. Stories. Right, okay. Um, and it might be that they've made a film out of it because it has been going for a fair few years. Yeah. Um, but that, again, is brilliant. And it's just like all of them, it wasn't even like all of them together. Mm. It's like a super group of yeah. writers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very I wasn't sure guys. about the Ghost Stories film, I think. What did you, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't what I expected it to be. So it was a bit that slow. Was, yeah. Um, there, were, there were parts where it was creepy, like... I, and I, I never, I never hide. But I, there were point, points like at the end where I was a bit like, Ugh. but I didn't come out super wild by it. No, that, I love it, a good horror film. It but. felt like a um, like Amazon only 
thing. Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel yeah. like a theatrical release. It didn't, yeah. DVD. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. Yeah, it's a good way to summarise it, yeah. Um, okay, I don't know if this is the same one or not, or if it's like based on. You should say straight to DVD, mate. When you do yours, it's going to be straight to BitTorrent. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. It's dark web stuff. I'm going to try and get Stuart to write the rest of that for me. He's funny. He'll what are you it. writing? Just this bloody sitcom thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, right. It sorry, takes yeah. so bloody ages. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah. I, I think it only take, it's only taken so long because I had all the enthusiasm and sat oh, down, I know. Yeah. wrote the first bit and then went, oh, shit, I need another 30 pages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, bought, you bought a MacBook, didn't you? Everyone that buys a MacBook thinks they're going to write a book. I did it. I sat in Starbucks and did it and everything. Oh, no. Um, You're like the worst type of person. <laughs> I was not finished. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How is it finished and you've got your own social media company? I know. <laughs> What's it about? It's absolutely crazy. Um, it's about a guy. It's kind of based on a true story. And the real guy even had the decency to drop dead, so I'm not going to get done for copyright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about a guy who um, wants to retire on the island. Okay. So he moves him and his wife over, but he can't, he can't bring himself to let go of his company that he owns. So he moves the whole company over as well. And it's basically about how his staff are basically like, they have to do their jobs, but they're also like his like minions as well. Mm-hmm. So you'd have like the guy who's in charge, like the finance director, also has to go and pick up his washing and things from the dry cleaners and stuff like right. that. But it's the it's a friend of ours works for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stories that this guy actually made his staff do, I was like, that is a sitcom yeah. all over it. Like yeah. there's little things like he um, uh, instead of just like using a normal lawnmower or whatever he had like a ride-on lawnmower completely trashed his garden so his wife banned him from they he was she was like you've got to get a gardener in so in his mind um he went oh i won't bother getting a gardener um i'll get some sheep they can eat the grass (laughs) so we had them all buy sheep and it's like little lines like he said he's got this like silly little voice Mm. and so of course he got someone from the office to go and buy sheep and it was like and remember now Mm. i want three little sheep with white faces and three little sheep with black faces (laughs) because i'm in equal opportunities in (laughs) brilliant (laughs) so it's just shit like that yeah but then he never thought about putting a fence up to keep the sheep in right so then the sheep escaped and it's our mate who is like like your height and build yeah um at the time, for fuck knows what reason, he drove a Suzuki Swift. It's <laughs> tiny, like a smart car. Yeah. And so I get a text from him one day, he's going, how many lambs do you reckon you'd fit in the back of a Suzuki Swift? Right? And I'm like, fuck me, what's going on? He's how like, many? four. four <laughs> right? So he put his seats down and went to put them in. And yeah. there was this farmer nearby, he's like, oh, hell on, yes, you don't want to be doing that. He goes, well, what's up? He goes, well, if you put the seats down, they'll be in the front with you. So he goes, put the seats back up and just fucking ram them. <laughs> He rammed them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. Good. yeah it was like slamming the back of the boot door. <laughs> so it was like that. And when it got to like 15 stories, I'm like, fuck me, yeah. there's a whole series. Yeah, in this. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See, I prefer the idea that the guy turned around to him there and said, like, do you reckon you could, do you reckon you could fit those sheep in? Yep. <laughs> done this before. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you writing it as well? Are you writing it together? No, no, Martin's writing it. I, like you said, I can barely write his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you do music. You both do music. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all for our sins, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny. I just, I sort of remember my first proper heckle when we were saying about heckles before. Mm. I remember playing in the cul-de-sac and the bar oh, staff, cul-de-sac. not just like mm. someone in the crowd, the bar staff took the ice bucket and just started throwing ice cubes at us. <laughs> <gasps> That's so mean. 
Yeah, you just need to practice more. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was all about. And to be fair, that was like our like second pub gig ever. When we were like nineteen. Was that so. Village Idiots? Yeah, she, yeah you were exactly. lucky. It was fucking ice cubes. I know. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had glasses there. They did have glasses there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we only got the gig because we knew one of the bar staff anyway. So I think that was like a friendly yeah. thing. And you can't be that good in a band called Village Idiots. No, you mm-hmm. can't. Exactly. That's, that's such a school band kind of name <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that spun off one musician to be honest that band they were sorry I'm amazed it spun off one musician I know yeah it was good <laughs> well it's like like our mate um, Alex I played a gig at Noah Bank House I think it was last year and um, our mate I went to school with um, came he was out on a works night out and they came down to watch the gig and when we finished I went outside because it was roasting like inside because it's a bakery who yeah. the fuck has gigs in a bakery <laughs> um and he grabbed one of his one of his workmates. Goes, oh man, I really enjoyed that. It was really good. Yeah, I was like, okay, cheers. Thing. And then Alex comes up and goes, do you know what? He's quite a good bass player. He goes, he's the shittest guitar player you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's where we started out when we were all in bands in school. Yeah. He was like, yeah. He goes, he's done really well for himself. Given he's a fucking terrible. <laughs> Thanks. Backhanded compliment, but I'll yeah. take it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. Um, so you were saying like February time, just to sort of bring oh, it back to you oh, since we're yeah. sort of oh, supposed yeah, to be. It's <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, February, that's the aim. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's thinking about it in a way that uh, doing it around payday. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's people don't have that excuse yeah. of being like, oh, I don't have any money. And also February is a bit of a grim month. So it'd be nice to give it's people a bit it, of though. a cheer up. Absolutely. Um, Once summer and things start kicking in. People have their weekend barbecues yeah, and they start yeah. at lunchtime and then they go, oh, I'm too shit-faced to come yeah, down. Yeah, know, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. There is bugger all to do in those winter and even sort of early spring months and things mm. that it's great to have something like that on. Yeah. Um, that you can go in and have a good laugh at. Yeah, it's just that I understand it's hard coaxing people away from the oh, living room in winter yeah, yeah. as well. So that's why I, I started it, this gig. I said it was going to start at 7 and math was like, oh, it's a bit early, you know. Yeah. And I was like, it is a bit early. But I just, I was so paranoid about people going home after work and then just yeah. not wanting to come back out. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, we didn't. Rush a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And then, so people did kind of rush there. And then we just started at around half seven instead. Mm. And because the bar was open, people were quite happy just sort of. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, drink, <laughs> drink yeah. more <laughs> yeah, before yeah. we start. Funny <laughs> juice. Yeah, yeah, you can always. Juice, yeah. That's well, that's fucking one of Stanhope's things, isn't it? Where someone heckles him because he's got like a, a table of beer or whatever yeah, on the yeah. stage, and he goes to grab one, and someone like I still don't know why people do this, heckling a comedian for an old joke they told. Yeah, like it's a, like a greatest hits thing, and it's like well, yeah. the joke's funny because he didn't know the punchline was yeah, coming. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, his thing was like he grabbed he grabbed this bottle and started drinking it. He's like, quiet up while I drink more funny. <laughs> very good um so yeah that's brilliant so you may you may sort of let math he'll sort of like i don't know up and go we've got these comedians I don't on the know. go like or... i i i'm not making assumptions because yeah. i don't want to ask too much of him but yeah, yeah. um i would love to have him over again he was actually thinking about coming over and doing comedy tutorials which would be amazing oh wow that would be that brilliant. would be perfect so i'm gonna get in touch with him this week about mm. that and then yeah, we'll just go from there. I think any of our patrons would pay for us to go there. <laughs> go and watch it. So the comedy, no, comedy, comedy tutorial. Oh, a tutorial. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. I just want it people is. to have a laugh and have a good time. Yeah. And I want the comedians to enjoy it. So long yeah. as everyone, So long as everyone's happy... I am happy. Yeah. Um, and it was a really, really good night. I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah. So, and that's great yeah. as well because... Obviously, somewhere here, it's not on the circuit. 
Yeah. So you've got, as a comedian, you've got to make an effort to come over here. Mm. So if you can get, like, those three go back and go, we had a great time. Yeah. And thing, and, like, Brian's doing a fucking great job. Um, it's a mad little bar, but it yeah. works and, yeah. you know, things like that. Then they'll talk to their, uh, you know, their comedy friends. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you might find after three or four nights that you're getting calls that from comedians cool. and they're That'd just going, really cool. I want to come over. Yeah. Um, um, hopefully. That's the thing. Or even if, you know, you use it and it gets its name as like the place where you go and test out material. Yeah. Because um, I like, I think that about so many things. We were always talking to someone last night about electric cars and saying like, oh, it should be like a test ground over here for mm-hmm. uh, for all those sorts of things. Great, because one, you get to see everything first. Yeah. Um, like I've seen, like, there was a couple of, the first time Kaiser Chiefs came over here, um, they basically did the set that they did the headline slot at Reading right. with to test it out. Yeah, and Just to make yeah, sure that definitely. everything was working yeah. right before, because it was like a few days later or something. Yeah. Like I think that when Lee Evans came over here, he was just testing stuff out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and it is prime opportunity. I know you can do that a lot in London, but also it's nice. I know it can be a bit of an effort, but sometimes it's nice to leave England Get and away. come somewhere new. Yeah, and yeah. and I saw them walking um, along the prom, just like yeah. looking out at the sea. And and it's lovely seeing the island fresh through someone else's eyes because yeah. mm-hmm. being living in London and Manchester and very congested and whatnot, it was really nice just seeing them just taking everything in yeah, and just yeah, really yeah. looking yeah. quite relaxed. So Because yeah, you can take um, you take it for granted. Oh, massively, think, yeah, yeah. Completely. Um, and I know when, uh, when Lenny brought uh, Primal Scream over, and uh, Simone, the bass player, after the gig, she went straight back to the hotel and went to bed. Mm. Um, and it was like, no, I'm, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm going to have a walk across that prom and yeah. just see, because yeah. it's amazing. It's nice. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Mm. Um, it's nice to have that. And, again, it's something that they'll go back to their mates yeah. and go like, okay, the gig was all right, but you want to go over just, yeah, like, just, just to go for over. the quiet yeah. and the... Yeah. Reminds me of Hobbiton from Lord of the Rings. That's what I always <laughs> say to people. I'm like, oh, everyone's kind of like, you say you're going to be there at this time and you're there. That's not what happened today, though. I genuinely did. Just was like, <laughs> so like the most simple, like basic place you could possibly try and get to, Rianne. Come on, like, pull it together. <laughs> this is the thing on the phone I gave the instructions of, okay, you start at the bottom of Summer Hill. I said it's one straight road. Drive up it. When you get to the petrol station, it's too You've far. You've gone too far. Yeah. So and, I sort of drove past me. <laughs> And then because I'd gone past, I was driving this way. So I was like, okay, if I've, re- if I've reached the petrol station, I've gone too far. So yeah, yeah. I turned around going back. I was like, oh, it's like a Benny Hill sketch, but just not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, you could write a Benny Hill sketch. Would they go down, yeah. that, would they go down that well? I love physical uh, humor, you know, just oh, silly physical humor, really. Bottom's one of my favorite yeah. things. Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What, um, what's the other slapstick? Oh, that's a lot of inside number nine. Well, that's why mm. that silent episode was so mm. funny because it was essentially just yeah. a, like a slap. Apparently, slip. that was Una Chaplin, who's Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter, who was really? the main woman right, in okay. the episode, which I thought was very cool. Have I it was a silent this? episode. Is this a Netflix thing? No, it's BBC. Is it? It is on Netflix now, though. Is that, yeah. Right, yeah, I think that's because yeah. was that the same thing where because I think I missed the first episode because my girlfriend was watching it. Is the second episode where there's a woman at the woman's in a car crash? Yeah, that's, that's the, the one reason, you were talking Sharon about. Yeah. Yeah. That's not very funny. Well, that's I not... thought it was hilarious. <laughs> 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 weird. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. I think we've really become desensitized to that. Having oh, yeah, the TT no, it's over a bit here. Worrying. Oh. Because I was going over the mountain a few weeks ago and a bike crashed and it was a fatality. Yeah. Right? And so we all, like, it was 
like nobody's going anywhere and the police and everything. And you go, that's really sad because we were like standing and you can see it and you can see them working on it and you just see them stop and put the cover over the guy. Oh, and like my boss who I was with was like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that was kind of on the cards before the ambulance even turned up kind of thing. But I think we become quite desensitised to it because Ben messaged me and goes, is he in one piece? Oh, no. I was like, fucking... I mean, oh, he yeah. was an A&E nurse for a long time as yeah. well, so he has seen a lot of shit. But I was like... That really doesn't even shock yeah. me. I'm so desensitised to stuff now. Yeah. That to, to shock me, I'd have to find an old videotape of me getting babysat by Ian Huntley. You getting what by Ian Babysat. Huntley? Babysat, right, okay. <laughs> Who's yeah. Ian Huntley? Um, he, uh, he was a murderer. Oh, right, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see now, okay. Yeah. Um, he was a school janitor. Um, that killed two girls. Oh, uh, did he drown them in the bath? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. And then did a really bad job at trying to hide it. Mm. He, was, he ended up on telly. On telly, we were helping look for them. It was weird. Yeah. Have you seen Making a Murderer? Yeah. No. I've, well, I've right, seen the okay. first one. I've not seen this new okay. series that's yeah. out. That's crackers. Mm. That'll drive you insane. Mm. Why, why? It's so... Uh, corrupt. Like, corrupt and middle, back, middle ground backwards America mm. that it's like, you've got... It's basically a murder happened Mm -hmm. and there's these two guys that are being investigated into it, right? One of them, uh, is it a nephew and uncle? Yeah. The nephew, I think it's fair to say, might have learning difficulties. Mm. Right. Right. And the police interrogation is insane. They're just absolutely full on at him. And you're like, it's clear he doesn't have a clue what you're saying. Yeah. And they're basically going, so did you murder her? And he's like, no. He's like, okay, I'll word it differently. You murdered her. Yeah. Right? And then he just oh. went, uh, if you want to see your parents again, you murdered her. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. He confessed it. This sounds yeah. like a sketch. <laughs> yeah. No, it does. It be, but yeah. it's real. And it's just, but even the Old uncle guy, yeah. is like, he's like not quite right either. Mm. And it's insane. You will be screaming at the telly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I know, I, I, it's one of those programs that everyone else in the world seems to be watching. I haven't. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like that with Game of Thrones. Yeah, I've yeah. watched Game of Thrones. I was like that with The Wire. I haven't seen The Wire. <gasps> I see. Yeah, I, I haven't watched The Wire. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, just, have you seen, I feel like you guys might like it, the Krampus episode of Inside Number Nine? Yeah. Or, I, ooh, I like, don't know if I watched that yet. I love the story of the Krampus just because yeah, it's okay. so dark. Mm-hmm. And the, have you, did you say you'd seen I've it? I've seen it, yeah, yeah. Right, and also it plays in like, I find perfect, like, have you seen Garth Morango's Dark Place? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That shit, like yeah. actively being shit, editing yeah. and acting really tickles me. Mm. Um, so it's like a combination of that with the Krampus. Um, yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. That's a very good there was, one. There's yeah. a line I always remember in Dark Place. Where, <laughs> again, what you say about throwaway lines. <laughs> yeah. And he was he was rushing down a hall and it had like a monologue monologue behind him saying, I was, in a, I was in a terrible rush, so I only had time this morning to wash key areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Richard, I, how do you say it? Yeah, he's he cracks me for that. And the editing is so funny yeah. as well. Yeah. Like one minute he's like doing a monologue holding like a spade and then it's a cup. Yeah. And, the, and like yeah. the camera kind of comes down a little bit and then it goes back to a spade and the camera kind of comes back up. It's that yeah. old, was it like a little sort of nod to, um, there was a old uh, sitcom in the British sitcom in the 70s that mm-hmm. was based in an antique shop. And it was notorious. Oh, Acorn Antiques. Antique, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was notorious for having like yeah, shit continuity. Yeah, you can see them like looking, looking at like the director and then starting. Yeah, and just yeah. those little Go glances ready. are yeah. really funny. <laughs> like, 
I'd love yeah. to see something like that. It'd be it's really almost fun. like, yeah, it's like, like Dark Place was like mm. a little um, sort of nod to that in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I generally, anything that's got Matt Berry in it, yeah. um, I just find hilarious. What Even a rich things, voice. Just... Yeah, yeah. Even th- did you ever see the um, the little shorts he did uh, for BBC that was like Matt Berry's Guide to Father's Day? No. Matt Berry's Guide to the Boat, uh, like the Oxford Cambridge Boat Race. Mm-mm. So um, the, f- uh, the Father's Day one um, is amazing because it's for about two minutes it talks about like Father's Day is a time of the year when British children, blah, 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 and his voice that he does. Mm. And then it just goes into like an Attenborough type nature yeah. program. But he's doing the voice of this, I think it's like a hermit crab or something. <laughs> and it's like, um, he goes like, uh, and here we have hermit crab, Gary Den, uh, <laughs> who's uh, just separated from his Gary. wife and I can't see his kids. And it turns like this Father's Day thing into this fucking thing. It's like, oh, well, my name's Den- uh, Gary Dent, but all my mates call me Denty. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, it's my first holiday, uh, first holiday with the boys. Now, uh, now the wife's got a new fella. He's a fitness instructor, but it doesn't bother me. <laughs> and it's, it's so funny. But yeah. it's, again, it's just him and yeah. like that voice. And It is that voice. <laughs> but I was amazed that that's just his voice. I know. Because he, he has that voice in Moon, when he's supposed to be playing this dead yeah. serious character. In me, in... <laughs> you know the... Um, the... It's even the same sort of cadence, isn't it? The yeah, yeah. Speaks. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird. Um, so it's a film about... Uh, it's uh, What's his name? It's David Bowie's son. Right. Who okay. directed it. Okay. Um, Duncan Jones, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about uh, a guy who works for a mining company and the company's set up on the moon. Right. So they're mining for minerals on the moon. And he it's just him up there. Oh, and wow. so they do, like, a, like he spends uh, six months or whatever it is up there. Mm. And then he gets relieved. Uh, but he has a clone to keep him company. Is this Sam Rockwell? Is he yes, in yeah, 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 I've seen it, yeah. 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 So, so Matt Berry plays yeah. one of the guys who owns the company. Oh, I didn't realise so that. So like, he, like, Skypes down. Right. And he's there, like, oh, it's Matt Berry. And he starts talking, like, fuck, it's just his voice. Yeah, it's his voice. He really talks like that. Yeah. Like. Um, but, yeah, 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 so it's, like, it is funny for comedy effect. But yeah. when he did it and that, I was like, oh, God. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> It must be oh brilliant, gosh. like having to ring it, like him ringing up, just like sorting Hello. out his gas bill or something. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah, there's a piss take. I'd like to see him do a uh, like a Tom Tom uh, satellite. Yeah, that would be ace. Yeah. yeah, that would be really cool. I saw that. Um, oh, you, you, you said you didn't. Did you enjoy the? I should probably tell you what it was before. I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing on ITV with Gordon Ramsay. And yeah, Gino food, food Top Gear. Oh yeah, I yeah, didn't watch food, it. Yeah, right. okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it was really funny. funny. But yeah. fucking Gino De Campo set his sat nav to Gordon Ramsay's voice. Oh yeah. gosh! So when he took <laughs> off, it was like, hi. And he's like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's Gino De Campo does appear to be a complete bell end. <laughs> <laughs> which were, which one is he? He's the little Italian. Yes. Fella. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, is he on this morning? I think so. Yeah. Does he's a chef? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's yeah he's just completely mad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, like complete lack of awareness for other people or he, other things around. Yeah, him. he always comes across quite tetchy, like a bit snappy. Yeah, uh, there was that. Uh, they had some that one of the episodes is based in France, so mm-hmm. essentially they all come from different countries and they mm-hmm. have to think about who's got the best right. like cooking. Okay, so they've got um, Fred. Cyrillix or something like that. No, the guy know. who's the guy from have you ever seen that first date on channel oh, yeah. oh yes yeah, yeah. So the host yeah, guy yeah. yeah so he's the he's the third guy in it yeah um so they go to france and they're gonna um essentially they're cooking up uh, scallops mm-hmm. 
And <laughs> your man Gino goes, I've got to have Mediterranean scallops. It has to be those. So they go out and fish for them. And he's got them in like a cool bot, in like a refrigerator mm. box. Um, and they unplug it, so they all go off. Oh, God, that would smell so bad. shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that whole thing was written and sketched out. Yeah. I but I was. don't think he's a good enough actor. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah, yeah. to react that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't happy, was he? Um, but just the amount of times, for some reason, they gave them a camper van. And that would exactly be what it would be like if we went and did that mm-hmm. and someone gave them, like, a motorhome. One day, Mom, we will. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't drive it, so it's like... Right. They're reversing into things, and like oh, I've bump seen a clip off. of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're just uh, they're just crazy. But no, it was, I thought it was, it was very funny. Uh, yeah, I'll give that a gander. Yeah. Um, I'm an excellent driver. You can tell that by the way my passenger side mirror is taped on, <laughs> <laughs> duct taped. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. oh, that just means you live on a busy road. It does. <laughs> yes, it's the pavement side. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Very inconsiderate Use dog walkers. Just, yeah, just punching people's <laughs> <laughs> side mirrors off. Um, Bloody hell! Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you got? Have you caught the sort of promoter's bug? Would you try your hand at anything else, or are you are you sort of happy with the building the comedy night? If I'm honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Right, <laughs> just <okay>. like <laughs> I like comedy. People like comedy. Let's um, just make it happen. So I I think there's a lot of winging it involved, um, yeah. and um, a lot of asking for advice. Um, I find there's so much support around at the moment for trying mm, out new things. Yeah. That, like, um, there is a lot of wing in it. And mm. I think the naivety is actually working it's quite, endearing, quite I think, well at the yeah. moment. So I always say, like, I'm uh, like mates with Tom Rowe, who mm. has the secret pizza company. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the f- a handyman thinks he's a pizza chef. It's like, fuck it, he's done it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's yeah. making it really well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think, like, if you. I don't think you need to do things by the book necessarily all the time. If you've got, like, the drive and the passion, yeah, then yeah. it'll just sort of work out. Yeah. That's Doesn't kinda... work with surgery. Yeah, well, I was going to mm. say, like, yeah. law and, like, <laughs> medical issues, maybe not. But... Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, God, that's just reminded me of the vet yeah. from uh, the League oh, of Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. But he um, goes to put the woman's dog down, and uh, he goes in, he's like, and the dog's lying by the fire, and he goes in, he's like, okay, good night. Son. And it's like gives him the injection, and she walks in with the dog and goes, "Here he is." Yeah. <laughs> that is classic League of Gentlemen twist. So good, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think the um, yeah having this like sort of thing of if someone asks you to do it, it's just like yeah, I'll do that, and then I'll figure out how to do it later. Yeah, it's always the way that um, I've seen interviews with Henry Rollins, mm. and he so that's his whole life he's worked off because. He was uh, working in an ice cream shop mm. in, um, I think it was in New York he was based in. and oh, he was in Washington. And, yeah, um, but he, he's got a whole new disorder that hasn't even been <laughs> yet. Yeah, but that was it. He went and watched Black Flag play and they were like, oh, you should come and sing with us because our singer can't sing it. He was like, all right, I'll give that a go. Yeah. And then spent the next 20 years yeah. or whatever it was on tour with them and then someone went oh you'd be great in this film and you went, okay I'll give that a go yeah. and it's this whole thing I do think like with the creative industries it is yeah. a lot of um, like if you're there and you're good mm, you know, yeah. there's no real rules and I think if you I think it is a lot of who you know as well and so much just of do self-belief as well oh yeah That's- yeah um, if yeah. you if you don't believe in yourself, mm. people people can smell that off you. Yeah, oh yeah. gosh, yeah, it's, it's very insecure job. So yeah. you have to. Yeah, and as you say, yeah. like about the um, like things like hecklers and stuff, you can't mm. be put off if oh, you're no. trying it out for the first time. You, you you hope it doesn't happen, but mm. you have to expect that it's going to go terribly. Mm. Yeah, you know? um, and 
you have that and you have that across like all art forms if you're setting up as a as a designer mm. and you put something out mm. you've got to expect that someone's going to turn around tough, and go, tough skin yeah yeah that looks terrible yeah um and it's like i've got to i i'm my sort of training is as a designer like graphic designer yeah, cool. so we've got like some a little group of us that always have this laugh of like what's the best use of comic sans that you found <laughs> yeah. and you have it on things like um i don't know someone's used it on like an advert for hospice and things yeah. like that like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no that's terrible but a couple of years ago um and it's probably coming up to the same time actually i can um, win that competition for you you fucking can't go on try it um you need to find a um like a uh, medical charge sheet you know like the uh, bed ones okay just it's like <laughs> childhood cancer oh just what well, write that in comic, in comic sense. Sense. Yeah. is that how they have the children's ward everything's in comic sense yeah. so it seem a little a little more it's thing. not so bad no, I know. my um my mum and dad lived near uh saint Anne's church so mm-hmm. they were just by the grandstand yeah and I went down to theirs one day and I picked this pamphlet up. I'm like, what the hell is this? Because I saw it was Comic Sans before mm. I even saw it. And it's like, it was like bright purple and bright orange, like purple background with orange text on it. Yeah. I'm like, what the fucking hell is so this? So you've like, got AIDS. <laughs> better. Oh. At the St. Indian's Church, right, they'd had a memorial uh, service for the Holocaust. <laughs> And they no. decided to write in Comic Sans. I took a photo of it. I sent it to the group. I was like, lads, I've won. That's the winner, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? But yeah, bad use of... Um... I do genuinely find it fascinating. What are people thinking when they do that? Like, just be really interesting to know what... You know what will look really, really good for this Holocaust <laughs> Memorial? Yeah. Purple and Comic Sans. Uh, yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> it would just lighten the mood a little. <laughs> yeah. It's like nothing's going to like that. You couldn't... Charge sixty quid on the door and hand heroin on at the door to light. No, Jeremy, way. it's it's, no. it's on brand. Xylon it's B. On brand. Xylon B is purple in liquid form. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I yeah I get how people can have sort of like bad, uh, you know, you get bad feedback and things. Mm. Um, but that's where I always find that there's a fine line now between. Like, you want to encourage people to do stuff, mm. but at the same time, they have to be able to take the, like, yeah. okay, that was shit, just try it again. Yeah. Just a little bit better. But hopefully the more people do doing things, whether it's comedy or design or whatever the hell yeah. it is, then you've got that natural thing in you makes you want to do better. Yeah, you're always striving for more. I think yeah. you have to um, be looking to for advice and to improve. Um, and I think mm. so long as people give criticism constructively, yeah, yeah. like, it's... It's you're you're just digging your own grave if you don't take that. Mm-hmm. But if someone if someone's harsh, I just think like there's no there's very few reasons someone should be mean, you know. And there's a yeah, difference yeah. between criticism and trolling someone. Yeah. So anything cr- like that, I'm just... criticism like that, it only comes from um, a disbelief from the person that's given it. You know, it's, yeah. They just they just projecting their own neuroses. On oh other yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's what it is all the time. That's why. It, um, no, actually, it's kind of caught me. What the hell I was going to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, no. Thank you for coming. Thank you so in. much for having me. No, that was really good. kind. Thank I you. was so excited. Yeah. No, it's um, it's good to uh, as I say, like we've done like stuff with like Dave from the film festival. Mm-hmm. Um, before. You're our first lady guest as well. Really, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> good, yeah. good. That's awesome. She's not a lady. She's Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> it is Ryan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it is Ryan. Um, <laughs> 
Um, I've been trying really hard to sound feminine. <laughs> um, no, that's good. I'd love to get more women involved in comedy over here mm-hmm. because it yeah. is a very male dominated thing. And, yeah. I, and I understand like you don't want, you don't want to, they have to be good. Yeah. Like you're yeah, not yeah. going to ba- baby yeah. people into it. Um, yeah, yeah. But it would be nice to encourage Trying more encourage girls yeah, to get into comedy. Um, good, even if it's sketch, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I would do stand up, but I would consider doing sketch. If you put on a character where you knew it wasn't yeah. going to be you that got it's criticized bit, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, got a bit of a wall. And it's it's funny how that doesn't happen over here because there's so much, it's like the performance theatre side mm. is huge over yeah, here. Yeah, musical theatre, yeah, it's yeah. massive. And so you've got people that want to act, but I just don't think that they see it. And as you say, it's all in musical side. Mm. It's not much what I call like serious theatre or like comedy theatre. Yeah. You wouldn't think to go to like the gaiety and... And watch a play. Watch a play. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a strange Unfortunately. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, trying to book um, one for next year at the moment through work um, because it says contains blood and nudity. So <laughs> it's basically a horror play about these American backpackers yeah. that come to the island, um, but the fairies get them. Um, and so they get lost in Glenmore plant, um, Forest. Mm. Uh, Glen. Glen, obviously not a fucking forest. Is that the name? I... No, it's what? Glen Moore. No, no, it con- con- uh, contains blood and nudity. It should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it should be, yeah. Great name. yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you just wouldn't. I can watch that. Yeah, oh, it, looks, it does look really good, yeah. Yeah. They said, oh, we can we can tone down the nudity if you need it. I was like, fuck that, go on. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Full tits out, fine, <laughs> grand. I love nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah, so we're, we're trying to sort of get that and like encourage even the ones that do put on more like musical stuff mm. to go right. Well, you know, like if they come to us for grants or whatever to say, well, you can do that. That's fine, but it would be great if you kind of subsidise the money you make off that mm. with putting on something else that's yeah. like a, um, I don't know, like just yeah, I'd say some sort of different theatre. I think we, I like. There's, I think there's a lack of straight plays. I know um, Yes Prime Minister is, is coming up yeah. um, soon, which sounds like it'll be awesome. But I think that the gaiety's too big for yeah, yeah. a straight play. Yeah. I think um, we'd have more of it if we had a more ideal venue. There's a mid... Well, this is the thing. There's always yeah. been like a call for a mid-sized one. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Five, yeah. 500 sort of... Yeah, yeah. 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 Seater. Seater. Yeah. yeah. There might be one coming up next year. Mm-hmm. They're going to buy it hopefully in March. In, oh, cool. it's in, I say but, but it, it's in Ramsey. Yeah. But it is amazing. Yeah. Like, it'd be it's tetanus shots and you're fine. Tetanus <laughs> shots you're on. It'd be 150 seat you're downstairs Ramsey, and that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really nervous laugh. The girls from Ramsey. Oh, what are we talking about next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, um, yeah, it'd be like 150 seat downstairs and then like 500 upstairs. That'd so be really cool. It would be a, a nice uh, thing. Uh, one of the, again, like if they pull it off. But mm. um, yeah, it does look like good intentions. Um, so maybe something like that would happen. But it, like I say, going back to the thing where then stand up becomes normalised. But then even past that, sketch comedy becomes I like want sketch it to be, and improv yeah, stuff. If is, I if I can get character, straight stand up and sketch mm. and anything else really that like I really wanted to sort of um, take the inside number nine idea and turn it yeah. into a short play. And yeah, to yeah. have that as like a dark comedy with a twist and yeah. just put it on a stage. Yeah. Um, anything, anything that'll get a giggle, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're man or woman, just, yeah. it's just good, just good to do new stuff. And, and I think it's, it's all fun in the process anyway, which is a yeah. massive bonus. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, even if no one else laughs, in the process, if you had a laugh, that's good. So. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, if the people who've taken part have Enjoyed enjoyed it. what they've done, yeah. then that's, uh, that's always People good. feed off that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that, I think that's it, especially with comedy. If the performer is look like they're having a nightmare, it's yeah. going to reflect oh, yeah, on the audience and go, Christ, this is getting awkward. I know. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I remember um, talking about sort of like getting the audience in the mood. Um, I've got it somewhere. I, I was like, someone sent me a bootleg of it, which is Stanhope played in Texas. And like, he's quite left mm. in his like political leanings. But as I say, he's really um, like offensive. Like he was talking about, one time he talked about this um, uh, Siamese twins, but they, they weren't side to side. It was one body and then two heads, like a total oh, hole. Oh, wow. Gosh. Right. <laughs> And he goes, but then he was saying, like, you, you always do things in life for a, for a story. So he's like, this bar's got the hottest waitresses you'll ever see in your life. But if a two-headed baby girl walked in, you'd ignore all them and be straight <laughs> on her because it's a story. Right? So he had this thing. He played Texas as a way of getting his audience whipped up. He put Alex Jones on as the opening act and just had him rant for looking thing yeah. uh, for like um half an hour or whatever it was mm. so like you know alex jones the, i don't know the, have you heard of info wars no he's like a basically alex jones has this like is it, is it a tv I, show yeah he's like a right right well, he's not he's, full he's not full right wing but he's right of center he's, like he's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but um right wing conspiracy political commentary. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they got him on to warm up the Texas crowd. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, fucking right, yeah, they're putting things in the water to make frogs gay. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a genuine thing. That's really? what he actually said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because well, what? what he did, he did a whole show on that. And then at the end of it went, and if you go to our shop online, you'll find water purifiers. <laughs> yeah. Like, you clever Excellent. master. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he did that. Had the, But the crowd got so angry there was a fight broke out in the crowd because obviously some people are going, yeah, and some people are going, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. So by the time Stanhope got on stage, they'd already had like six people who'd been kicked out of the thing. Um, they're still heckling Riled Stanhope up. for having him on the stage, <laughs> right? And then Stanhope tells... I thought him, Texas would have loved it. Well, well, it's quite split in the crowd, apparently. Wow, well, right. from what I can hear, because this just goes on from when he walks on stage. Yeah. So he's just like, thanks to Alex Jones for basically creating the like the Thunderdome yeah. in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the, yeah. the Mad Max in there. But then Stanhope goes on. The first joke he tells is based on a news story that actually happened recently in Texas. Right. Where, um, what was the fucking story? Guy killed two children and, try, and decapitated them. <gasps> right? So... He gets Stanhope gets this punchline very good. Yeah. Well, it was, but this is the thing: the way he, the the joke he, the way he worded the joke and thing with it was, he basically said that um, Alex Jones had been on and there'd been a Comic Con before him, and he was goes, "Thanks for Alex Jones," but seriously, how funny was that first comic? And then he goes into a big story about how they're all staying in this like one um, like villa yeah. type thing. And the other comics had said, do you want to go out for a walk and explore around the place? He's like, no, no, I'm going to stay here and write more jokes. He goes, which is basically code for, I'm going to sit here and watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, he loads up some fucking video, starts knocking one out, and CNN's on in the background. Mm. And he goes, just as I'm about to come. Oh, no. Goes, the news thing in the background oh. goes, two children were found dead today, <laughs> oh one gosh. partially decapitated. And he goes, and I couldn't stop. Oh, right? my he goes, God. He goes, oh, my God, I'm going to come to dead children. I'm going to come to dead children, right? And it's 
punchline is Mike DiStefano's so funny that if he'd said two children had died, I'd have laughed when I came. <laughs> <laughs> but then that kicks the audience off again. So someone's in the audience going, that's not fucking funny. Dead children aren't funny. He's like, I didn't say dead children were funny. I said that comedian was so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, God. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Creating an atmosphere for yourself to try and <laughs> yeah, in make your first joke as impactful as possible. Yes. So yeah. stick some Billy Holiday on. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I reckon you stick Strange Fruit on. That's gonna. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring it back to Manx type. Yeah, yeah. Type. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus Christ, mm. we will let you go because obviously yeah. it's a Sunday and it's probably the only time off that you get. If you. Oh yeah, no, busy I do nothing. Do nothing on a Sunday after Neville. Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for That's asking. Why I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No, I had a really good time. Thank you. It's been really good. interesting and okay. funny. No, right. thanks. And at least like an absolute, like the flash, getting right. a slot up. No, I mean, getting a slot up. So you usually have this uploaded quite quick. Yeah, it'll, it'll be up tonight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. The wonders right. of things. So, yeah, I'll send you Ace. a link if you. Thank you. That's sort of. I never listen back to any of it. Don't you? No, I'll get, um, like, I would like, so like Ben, who's like the only person that's never been on here before, but we probably talk. It's because, like, so Lee was Ben's I listen back to best you. man. Right. Oh. Very um, anal about it all. Yeah. You do? Yeah. All, yeah. all of them. All of the right. podcasts that right. I listen to. Right. Okay. Yeah. He, I'll Ten get. Ten hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get messages from people who have listened to it and gone, like, fucking hell, that was funny when you said that. I'm like, I've got a clue what you're talking about. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't that's know what, cool. But because I, I don't listen to it. Yeah. And we sort of, none of it's really scripted. Yeah. So I'm like, did that's, we that's talk good. about that? <laughs> well, I thought the last, our last episode was pretty funny. And I was sat at work. I was listening to it. And I was giggling away. And then I thought, oh, Lee. You're laughing at yourself. Fucking <laughs> 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 egomaniac. I cracked myself up. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's weird? The only thing I can remember that we've actually spoke about on any podcast was that time when we had the CERN cult thing. <laughs> and that was ages ago. It was ages ago. That Lee found some video. Of Sewing that, cult. No, uh, CERN, you know, oh. um, like the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, right, yeah. That Lee found some video of it is there where they're all in like robes and it looks like they've stabbed someone. Backstory, I fucking love conspiracy oh, theories. Oh, yeah, no, me too, me too. <laughs> yeah. And they, yeah, there was a. It was. It's in CERN because it's in the same thing, and yeah. they like reenact like a sacrifice. Oh, God. Really strange. Yeah. Really strange. But I, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, that's the only thing I can really remember about when we've done podcasts because I got so into it. I was like, I wouldn't rule out being in that cult. Yeah. Dim <laughs> you down to the ground. Who uh, is it? Who's the um, your man from CERN? No, a comedian. That's supposed to be Alex Jones. There's a good conspiracy. Oh. um... Because it's someone he'd absolutely hate, isn't it? Yeah, probably, yeah. What's his name? Really famous, remember. massively famous comedian. I, I know, like yeah. we went through this before. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, Oh, yeah. Bill Hicks, yeah, yeah. yes, there's a, there's yeah. A, there's, a, there's a conspiracy that Bill Hicks it faked his own death and became Alex Jones. Oh, wow. Because he, there's a there's a really good stand-up there, uh, of his where it, well, he has a character which is essentially Alex Jones. Okay. Even the, vo- the voice yeah. is the same and everything. It is, mm. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Interesting. Yeah. It'd be fucking great if it was all performance yeah. art. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's, he's whipped up the fucking right to be all fucking crazy and yeah. stuff like that. Actually, actually, it's just me. Bit of a lefty comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the um, uh, when Andy Kaufman did his lounge at Tony Clifton mm-hmm. in um, thing. And then um, did you watch the, have you seen the film Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey? 
I haven't watched the no. film, but I watched the documentary. Watched, yeah, so that's what I was yeah. going to say about the documentary. So the film is about the comedian Andy Kaufman, okay. who um, I guess his most famous thing over here is that he was in a TV show with Danny DeVito called Taxi right. in the 70s. It was like Cheers, but it was set in a taxi rank. Okay. Um, and so, but Andy Kaufman was this really funny stand-up comedian. Um, and he'd do, like, just mad shit. Like, he'd um, he walked out, he comes on stage with a record player, and he put the needle on the record, and it would be the Mighty Mouse theme tune, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, and he'd just stand there, and it would be like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna start singing or something in a minute. Mm-hmm. And in and the Mighty Mice theme tune, there's a bit where it goes, "Here I come to save the day." Yeah. And so every time that would happen, he'd mime it and just be like, "Here I come to save the day," <laughs> and then just go back to standing there. Like, <laughs> so people would piss themselves laughing at that because they're just like, "What the hell is he doing?" And then his like follow up thing mm. was he would walk on stage with a record player. And he'd have a book with him. And he'd be, it was like War and Peace or something. Yeah. And he'd just have chapter one. And just start <laughs> reading it. Yeah. And he'd get like fucking ten pages in or something. And the audience would go, but like, you know, <laughs> the shit out Because the record player's there. Yeah. Going, do Mighty Mouse. Do, do the record. Do the record. Yeah. So like, oh, you want me to play the record? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he puts the needle on the record. And it's him reading War and Peace. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, but he had this character called Tony Clifton that mm. was a, a Las Vegas like lounge um, entertainer. Yeah. But he was like an alcoholic. He was just uh, like offended everyone in the room. And um, on the sort of like Alex Jones, uh, Bill Hicks thing, mm. um, it was always Andy Kaufman. Right. Until they went, that's definitely Andy Kaufman. And then Tony Clifton performed, and Andy Kaufman was in the audience. So he got his mate to do it. Oh, wow. And so from there on in, the mate became Tony Clifton. Yeah. So this film, Man on the Moon, is Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman. Right. And that film that film broke Carrey. Yeah, well, nice. it was like, there's a documentary about it called mm. Jim and Andy that's on Netflix. Yeah, I've seen that advertised, yeah. yeah. It's, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant, and yeah. it shows you how amazing Jim Carrey is. Yeah. Um, he went complete. Uh, like method acting during it right so it was like while they were on set it was like the director would go um andy could you pass a message on a gym for me please um, right. and he was like yeah I'll, I'll tell him later and so they completely the thing and like andy coffin had a daughter that he never met mm. and they brought the daughter to the set and oh, it was God. like because the family kept like his andy coffin's dad and his sister came to the set mm. and but because he was he was on set he was in character mm. and they were like it's terrifying how good he's got that down yeah. it's, it's so good we're going to bring his daughter, who he never met, to see uh, to like meet Jim Carrey as. Yeah, it's, really, it's really weird. Yeah, really that weird. It's weird. But there's um, there's a bit in it where Jim Carrey gets invited to a party at the Playboy Mansion. Right. Right, and he goes, oh, "I'm not going, but I'm filming the Tony Clifton stuff at the moment." So he used when he did the filming, yeah. he used to wake up, have breakfast, nail half a bottle of whiskey, and turn up to the set drunk. Because right. Tony Clifton would have turned up to the set. Sounds drum. intense. So we right. sent Tony Clifton the Playboy Mansion. Right. right. But he sent the actual Tony Clifton right. to the Playboy Mansion. Okay. So he was there for like three hours or something, like grabbing Playmate's asses yeah. and just being an ignorant, being Tony Clifton, being yeah, an yeah. ignorant asshole, right? And even like everyone's going, fucking hell, Jim Carrey's good. Mm. Like, oh my God. And there's other guys there who are mates with Jim Carrey going, there's no way that's Jim Carrey. He's like six inches shorter. Yeah, than yeah. Jim Carrey really is. But there's, you can see them thinking for mm. themselves going, doubting. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. It, it could be. And then Jim Carrey actually walks in as himself. He's like, hey, sorry, I'm late. And it's like, yeah. hold on, who the hell's this? Who's this now? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's definitely worth watching. Have watch. to watch that, yeah. yeah. Even if you've never seen the film or if you don't watch the film, just watching that documentary to yeah. see 
like Jim Carrey, and there's bits he can't remember doing, mm. like because he got he got so into so consumed, the, yeah. the sort of Andy Kaufman side of things um, that yeah, he just like can't remember making it at all. And it does like like the documentary was sort of finished like years after they did the film, and mm. so he's being interviewed back and yeah. sort of going, you know, this happened thing, and he was like he was aware that he had to go and meet the daughter. He's like, it's, that's the most terrifying thing ever when you're, you have to be someone's parent. I know, that's mad. The expectations the girl must have. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God. But the fact that the parent and the daughter, the sister had met him mm. and just been like, that's insane. That yeah. you are, it was just like meeting him. Like, it's crazy. Really <laughs> weird, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise if that's the thing that, like, finally broke Jim yeah, Carrey's, he's like... Mm, not right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw some interviews with him where he, where he was saying that he wasn't really here. Yeah, And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that wouldn't be like, surprising. But what a way to go out. Like, yeah. And as well, for him being a comic actor, mm. to do portray... His girlfriend died, Kaufman. didn't he? That, that didn't go Oh, well. no, yes. really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then wasn't he investigated as well for having some sort of hand in it at some point? Oh, God, I, don't know. I had no yeah. idea about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. like that. Um, but yeah, he's a very, uh, he's a very clever guy. Mm. Uh, very funny. Um, before we go, have you got any social media stuff for the comedy night race? Um, plug? so <laughs> that's what I'm going to do this afternoon. I'm going to make a Facebook page. <laughs> I'm kind of a bit, I don't know. I need to sort of, I'm doing stuff, but not fast enough. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Um, and I kind of repel technology, but yes, I will <laughs> have a Facebook page hopefully by the end of the day. Cool. If I don't okay. blow something up in the process, but um, we'll get that shared on the different. <laughs> Thank bits. you, um, Jeff. The mongoose were actually really helpful because they I used their ticket um, website uh, basically just, to yeah. sell tickets through, mm-hmm. and they promoted it a bit. So that was cool. very kind of them. Um, but yeah, I'll keep you in the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All Thanks right. a lot. And if you ever want to come on Manx Radio for anything, yeah. Don't say Manx Radio would explode. Yeah, just <laughs> please, dear God, don't swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I've yeah. even tried that with Spotlight because at work we basically filmed oh, yeah. that whole show. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll go on that. And they go, don't swear. I'm like, I'll do whatever I fucking want. It's my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to wind them up. Yeah. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's um, that'd be, that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I think um, we get things we want to do because we do. Uh, like a film podcast as mm. well. So it's like every other week. I think that'd films. be great to have on Manx Radio. Yeah. Just something different. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So yeah, uh, yeah, we do that sort of thing. So we wanted to maybe for next year. We want to do that as a live show, don't we? To do it live at the yeah. film fest. That, that's ace. Um, and just, it's essentially just us talking bollocks over like watching a film. I could talk about films like, yeah. and listen to people talk about films for ages as well. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. going to say, it's going to sound bad again. Cool. I, I listened back to the, the ring one we did last week. Yeah. Fucking hilarious, Mark. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Is that we, we realised we weren't really paying much attention. We just kept, we sort of hit play, but we were already talking about something beforehand. So mm. we carried on talking mm. and we're like, oh, fuck, where are we in the film? Oh, fuck, it's subtitled. We really need to follow what's going on <laughs> um, Have you, just quickly, have you seen The Room? No. With Tommy Wiseau? No, I've never seen it. Is that the one that's based on an old Twilight Zone? No, right. It's basically, oh. have you heard of it? I've heard of it, yeah. That... There's a conspiracy theory in that because people don't know who Tommy Wiseau is, where yeah. he's come from, how he's got loads of money. You should watch that. that and right, and okay. it's one of those ones that will either land with you and you'll find it hilarious or you'll be like, this is shit. Because it's the world's worst film pretty much ever made. And it's okay, just yeah, like it, the yeah. set is, 
is shit and it's not mm. purposely shit and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. makes it funny They're and really the acting is awful the storyline is awful and like things go nowhere and there's like characters leave rooms for no you I know have heard of, that would be a good one please actually. please yeah. if i can recommend anything yeah. to you just give that a watch so. actually i know why i've heard of it because mm. we did a film podcast about on street fighter and right. we were trying to find the shittest films no yeah because <laughs> street fighter's got to be up there yeah. but that yeah. came the up room. yeah yeah the room came up that's um, the worst film I've ever seen, Street Fighter. That's terrible. Mm. Oh my god, it was terrible. I haven't seen Street Fighter. No, don't. Um, we watched <laughs> it because in our memory it was terrible, and in um, both our memories, Kylie Minogue was in it. Kylie Minogue was in it. Yeah, but that was the because t- it was in the nineties mm. that they got her in as like a name, right? So okay. it had no real bearing on the rest of the script or anything. Yeah. Um, but as well, um, Jean Claude Van Damme was on a ten grand a week coke habit while he filmed it. Mm-hmm. So and they did it out in. Um, what was it like? A uh, sixteen million dollar or twenty million dollar budget or something, something like that. But yeah. eight million of that was just on Van Damme's fee. Oh god! And because they did it out in like the Thailand yeah. in the jungle, mm. um, they had to boat the all the gear and the crew down this river because it wasn't accessible with vans yeah. and things. Yeah. And it's like imagine being on a boat with Van Damme. Just, off his yeah. Tits. <laughs> Couple that with how into it Van Damme would have been because the only reason he said yes to it was because he wanted to try and bang Kylie. Yes, oh that, was it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. I think I need to watch this film. I do love a good <laughs> shit film. Terrible. Yeah. But the saving grace of it is, um, uh, its fucking name's gone. Um, basically, Gomez Adams, mm. uh, the guy who played him, mm. is in it as the main baddie, right. and he's a brilliant actor. Yeah. So he actually brings some sort of credit. Did you say he died after that? Yeah, he was on his deathbed when because yeah, he, he looked. He was so (laughs) ill during that film that they the wardrobe had to redo his costume because he didn't fit in anymore because he lost lost weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like Michael Jackson. Two months later, Mm. he died. Um, But uh, Raul Julia, that's his name. Mm. Um, And uh, but he's brilliant in it. But it's so absurd. Yeah, Uh, Mm. because they're trying to make a computer game out uh, a film out of a computer Computer game. game. Yeah, Um, and and a computer game is only people hitting each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But Mortal Kombat had been so successful. That they went, oh, we can do that with okay, anything. Yeah. So they tried yeah, to do yeah. That Street wasn't Fighter. as good as you remember it being either, was it? It was better. It was better than Street Fighter. Bro. It was better than Street Fighter. Yeah. I remember really, really liking that when I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we should do the room. We should yes. put the room on there. And you should at least try five minutes of Street Fighter. Oh, I will. Bloody yeah. Awful. yeah, I, don't I will. We don't have one for next week, do we? Let's do the room. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> yeah. How exciting. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Oh, right. We've got another podcast to record. So oh, we're going to disappear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks very much for coming. Thanks Thank you. Cheers. Loved it. Bye-bye.